Welcome, lords and ladies, to the Jedi Eternal, episode 37. And I am your co-host, Braxton Taylor, here with Andrew. This is the way. Bowling. Oh, How way. goes it, sir? <laughs> welcome, ye lord and ladies, hey, to yours, <laughs> your Jedi Eternal. Welcome, lords and ladies. Anyway, yeah, I don't know what that one came from. I was I like, on no the spot, idea. it just kind of came out of my mind. That's because we're missing those... Um, renaissance festivals yeah we go we, we go to those quite <laughs> often and every single one this year has been canceled or like sold out like instantly so <laughs> i don't want to talk about it anyway so uh yes uh this is the way this man, is the way i we're not gonna get into it until later this episode but man season or excuse me season two episode one or technically chapter nine, chapter of, nine. of of mandalorian dropped um as of today which is uh, october 30th and we just watched it for the first time together, and oh my gosh! To say guys. we were excited, we to be, uh, <laughs> and my hopes were very high, right? Like I came to this like very high hopes, and we're not going to get too crazy into this, right? I just, we're, I just want to say it blew my expectations out of the water. Same, yeah. But uh, very excited, very excited to be back on the podcast yeah. today, and we are going to talk about that um, at, as our main topic today. Right. But we will first. Um, we will start non-spoiler, just mm-hmm. give our impressions on it. So those of you who have not watched it, you can stay tuned you can, with us all up until that point. We'll let you know we'll, before we talk spoilers. Yeah, we always make sure that we're like, hey, guys, yeah. this is about to be spoilers. If right. you don't want to know spoilers, you know, we and don't just jump into time it. time to jump ship yeah. until you watch it and you come back and listen <laughs> to the rest of it. So. Exactly. So, but we're excited to be back on here, guys. Uh, another uh, uh, wonderful episode, episode 37. We're getting so close to yeah, episode 50. It's this gonna is be a big crazy. I we should do something special. Uh, we're going to do something special. I don't know whether it will be. Guys, give us some suggestions, those of yeah, you listening. Be, yeah, that'd be uh, cool. what, what is something that you think would be really cool and special? Anyway, so let's get uh, quickly into our news this week. And first and foremost, we are uh, getting some new details regarding Lego Star Wars Holiday Special that's coming on the various platforms, which I believe actually it's just Disney Plus, not the various platforms. But never <laughs> 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 mind. But, uh, <laughs> but it's coming to. Uh, it's, but you can watch it on various devices. <laughs> yes, any device you want that can is capable of having Disney Plus. Anyway, so Drew, I, I think you had some more some details uh, for us this. This week. Yeah, we just got a couple of uh, little details here from Entertainment Weekly that I thought was interesting. Um, first of all, you know, as we have already heard before, this will be set after the events of Rise of Skywalker. Our first story set after the events of Rise of Skywalker, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it, Ray will be time hopping across the Star Wars chronology, meeting a young Luke and a young Ben Solo along the way and fighting Darth Vader with her new yellow lightsaber. There will also be three different Obi-Wan Kenobis, which we had talked about. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was seeing a picture where it, it appeared there were like three different ones, but we weren't 100% sure. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a presumably the Padawan, Jedi Master, and Alec Guinness versions, which I just cannot wait to see how that plays out. Yeah, I know. And, All uh, them interacting together. Two, two um, Han Solos, one young and one old. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to have all of these different characters from different times all interacting together. Um, you know, is this like truly canon? I don't believe so. I yeah. think they're just well, kind of. Well, actually, I thought they. I thought we read that it was going to be. I canon. think. I think it's, to some degree, like to, to story a, elements. To a degree, it's 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 um respecting all the canon that has came before it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't yeah. necessarily okay, believe I think that's that a better this, way of saying it. Yeah. this story <laughs> itself will be canon. Yeah, I don't, I don't think um, that the world between worlds open and three versions of Obi-Wan yeah. came through. So I think it's more just uh, <laughs> a little fun play on what we already have seen 
and and just uh, just it's going to be a fun time just being yeah. able to see those characters interact. Yeah, we're we're definitely absolutely. going to um, have a lot more on that as it gets closer. Uh, we've talked about maybe doing like a watch party for this because it's not super serious. We can just have fun yeah, with it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and maybe everybody can join in and we'll just kind of have fun. Yeah, but, I think it'd be, yeah. I think it'd be really fun. Definitely. All right. Well, oh, I, I, I did sorry. the first one. So you're the <laughs> next one. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Um, I just talked so much during that one. I felt like it was mine. Well, whatever. <laughs> so um, Hasbro has revealed a new Star Wars Black series uh, featuring the Mandalorian. Okay. And uh, this is part of Mando Mondays. As you guys uh, may have heard, Mando Mondays is now a thing. And we're getting new Mandalorian content every um, Monday during this holiday season. Um, mainly, uh, I believe it's going to focus on kind of what we see in the newest episode, I would assume. Yeah. And so that being said, we're probably going to be, see some very interesting things this Mando Monday. We'll, we won't, uh, talk specifics on that, but expect some very interesting products may be released this coming Monday. Now, what's interesting, I do want to point out is usually, you know, it's kind of our speculation that it's, it's reflecting what kind of what happened this past, uh, you know, Friday on the episode. But, you know, um, no spoilers, but I don't remember uh, Din Djarin getting cosmetic surgery at all. I don't remember, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember him I, getting uh, <laughs> cheek fillers. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, no, please. Wait, hold on. Okay, yeah, well, okay. well, no. No, you go ahead and tell them that. Cause okay, okay. I was going to say, please, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please look up the new Hasbro Black, fi- uh, Black Series figures for Mandalorian yes. featuring Din Djarin. Yes, and this is what it says. <laughs> The Din, the Din Djarin figure also has a removable helmet featuring a Pedro Pascal likeness oh. that utilizes Hasbro's photo real face printing oh. technology. <laughs> now, now that you've heard that, go and look Please, it up. Right now. Pause right now, this episode. Do whatever you have to do uh, to, to go look it up right now. Go look at his face and experience uh, that photo real face printing technology. technology. In all of its glory. All right, wait, we'll give you a couple seconds right here. One, two, three. Okay, we're, we're going to assume okay, you're yeah, back here. Yeah. Um, wow, what a piece whoa. of... <laughs> this is offensive, honestly. This is really offensive. <laughs> Who is this man? I mean, Who is this imposter? Like, did, 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 did Din get a, a hive of bees stuck under his helmet? It's like he just ate a piece of shrimp. And, and, he, has allergic. A, and he has a very bad shellfish allergy. <laughs> That's a perfect example. <laughs> He's moments ever, from death right now. Like, and the, what was that, Wilson? <laughs> you'll be you'll be watching this on episode two of the man, season of, of that. dealing with chapter, severe food chapter allergies. nine of the Mandalorian season two. Uh, uh, it reminds me of that like I can't, I, I'm trying to remember what it was called uh, like like hitched or get hitched with the Will Smith in it and he eats those mushrooms and he turns yeah. into like this balloon. That's exactly. <laughs> For those of you who didn't look it up, this is exactly what this looks like. If you didn't look it up, shame on you. Yeah, we told first you of all, to do shame it. on you. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we just had to talk about that. Yeah, we had to point it um, out because it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad, <laughs> yeah. and it, it's entertaining as well. Yeah, and uh, so if you buy that. Um, that's your own fault. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I mean, I might get it for the laughs alone. I don't know. We'll see. Well, maybe we should get it for our because we're we're going to work on it, getting a wall behind us. So when we yeah. do videos, as you'll see as in our uh, Facebook video that we posted yesterday, when you're watching this, will be yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll see our very plain uh, blank wall. But we're going to do some stuff. Maybe we should get a shrine of him right there. Just that. Just <laughs> it's like a big baby Yoda and a tiny like inflated Dinjarin. Yeah. <laughs> 
put it right in the middle. All right. <laughs> and all like all the other characters like bowing down to him. Yeah, yeah. That'd be beautiful. All right. So uh, we dig- digress all of that. <laughs> we can go for a while probably. <laughs> um, so the next one is we're talking about Tales of Galaxy's Edge, which is an Oculus uh I think, I think it's even Oculus Quest exclusive, not even just Oculus. Oculus yeah. Quest exclusive. Um, and we have talked about this a couple times in the past. Um, and one thing that we realized is that we're talking about Galaxy's Edge. We're talking about um, Batu and, and, and things of that nature and how we're going to see multiple different instances throughout time and history and stuff like that in the, in the Star Wars lore of Galaxy's Edge, of Batu. And uh, <clears throat> one thing that we noticed, and, and Drew's going to get a little more details on this, one thing we noticed is we saw, or we heard at least, that we're going to see Yoda and maybe train with him and stuff. And we're just thinking, like, how exactly does that line up in the terms of the time frame? But apparently... We are going to be seeing him in a soon-to-come, very familiar uh, time and place. So, Drew, do you have some more information on that for us? I am trying to find it. Bruh. Okay. Well, I don't. I'm trying to give you this awesome like drop here, but you know, you're gonna make <laughs> me say it. You know, just go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> obviously by this point, Yoda is passed away, long gone, uh, Rip Yoda. But. Soon to come, we're going to see be seeing a lot more of Yoda, um, and that is through the High Republic era. So, um, apparently, in Tales of Galaxy's Edge, we're going to be seeing and training with Yoda during the High Republic. So, first of all, I do got to say this as Andrew's finding more information for us. Um, didn't they say that we're not getting any movies, any video games, any TV shows? That's what they said. That's what they said. Uh, on High Republic, but boom! Before before High Republic is even out, we're already getting uh, somewhat of a video game reference of High Republic. It doesn't really make sense to me. Now, am I mad? Absolutely not. <laughs> Let me be clear about that. But I'm very surprised. And dare I say, and this is news. This is this is not I the rumor it. section. I found it. But let me just say this: if we're already seeing Yoda in a video game from the High Republic, we might. It, it might be easy to say that we can expect more. So that's all I'm going to say, but you go ahead. Well, it says the Temple of Darkness will take place during the High Republic era. Um, and that is where we get Yoda. It says during the adventure, you play as a Jedi Padawan who has to work with Yoda to confront some sort of evil within a temple. And that hmm. part of it should last about 15 minutes, it says. Interesting. So, so it's not much. I mean, not much, obviously. Right, because the main overall story, is, of course, is set in the sequel trilogy. Right. But we're getting these little tidbits, these tales, I guess you could say. Right. Um, uh, within different eras and different times. <laughs> and I think, of course, this is our first indication that we are going beyond the books with the High Republic. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, even though they have they've swore over and over again that that's that they're just sticking with books, yeah. we <laughs> were already seeing it a little like, bit. Like I so. knew it was gonna. I knew they were not gonna just stick with it. I knew it. But yeah, so. it is interesting to see it this soon. I mean, before the the, the publishing series is even started, it's already happening. Right. Right. That blows my mind. Yeah, so moving on kind of along the same thing, we got some more information on the High Republic villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just released some new images. If you guys haven't seen those, you can go to StarWars.com and check them out there. A lot of different things here. We have the Drenger, yeah. uh, which is this big beast of a thing. Uh, I don't I don't know if they say... Let's see. I'm trying to see if it says exactly what the Drenger is. In There's this. a quote from... Scott, something Scott. Where is this at? Kevin Scott. There's a quote from him. An unsettling 
amorphous beings chock full of tentacles and teeth. In other words, pure Star Wars nightmare fuel. Yeah. I says so. the, the Dream Gear are sentient plant life who are looking to reap a terrible harvest across the gal- galactic frontier, says mm, Kevin Scott. Beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been great to see the Dringir's threat grow throughout the uh, throughout the initiative. They are one of the new favorite Star Wars monsters to write. They're sinister, unstoppable, and as we'll find out, uh, inescapably linked to the fate of one of our High Republic Jedi. Wow. That's kind of a that's kind of like a, a mm. drop there. That is a big drop. <laughs> So basically, one of the Jedi gets killed by Dringer. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds that way, don't it? Right. And then, of course, we have the Nile, which we've heard about them. Yep. They're yep. kind of the main uh, enemies of this story. At least that's what we have heard. Uh, it says they are the stuff of nightmares, able to appear anywhere almost at will, which that I don't know that we've ever heard Yeah, before. so Daniel, or Daniel Jose Older says... Uh, uh, the, the Nile are made up of various races on the Outer Rim... Uh, let me phrase that, I'm sorry. Various races and the Outer Rim comprise the Nile. The Nile are truly unlike any villain we've seen in Star Wars before. And, uh, yeah, as we can see, they are clearly made up of, of different species. Uh, in fact, this, the picture they show looks like a Twi'lek and a Night Brother. I mean, I don't know if it's a Night Brother, but kind of guessing by the red skin and, like, the tattoo. Yeah, and then we so. also see one of, like, the main leaders of that, one of the big villains um, from the Nile. And uh, I don't know how you say his name. Markion. Markion Rowe. Marchin. Mar- yeah. Markion Rowe, probably. Yeah. As usual, guys, we have no idea what we're saying. We <laughs> yeah, just say exactly. stuff. So. so here's an interesting thing. The Nile have been teased before, but we get uh, we get some more insight. Charles Soule, the writer of the upcoming novel Light of the Jedi, says the Nile are organized into three main divisions called the Tempest, each with its own captain who wields total control. And it says the main face of the Nile is a character named Markian Rowe. He is the eye of the Nile, like his father before him, and occupies a unique place in the unusual power structure of the group. Rowe has one of the more unique looks in of the new villains. I think one piece that's still missing to me on all this is how are these guys supposed to take on Jedi? That's yeah, where I'm still yeah. a little like I don't I'm not I don't really buy it yet. Well, because as in these pictures, they just have kind of like simple rods blasters they almost kind of look like uh star wars pirates you know they, what i mean exactly they're, they're they they don't have a whole lot now if you look at markion though he has some kind of like it's like an energy blaster but it seems to have some interesting kind of like exposed orange True. yellow beam maybe that's that like a lightsaber like a block a lightsaber with Ooh. maybe Good point. Yeah, I don't like know. If, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they come down. Yeah, he could yeah. he could block it with. His I don't gun. know. Um, That'd be kind of cool. We don't know that, but that would be very cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But it's just <laughs> I'm not I'm not seeing the true threat here. Now the the Dringer here. I mean, I could see that maybe being a little more of an issue if they reproduce uh, really quickly or something. I mean, that's yeah. it looks like it's quite the beast. But yeah. So yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. Uh, you know, clearly they're going to be this this massive threat. I just don't think we know everything about them yet. We don't know what their um, uses are. I, I think they probably right. have uh, certain weapons and certain skills 
to defeat Jedi. We just don't yeah. really know exactly what those are just yet. Yeah. But uh, I can't wait for the High Republic. I'm very, <laughs> very excited. And that's thing I don't want it to overshadow any of the other cool stuff that's happening right now. It's soon to happen, but man, High Republic is going to be something so totally different, and I can't yeah, wait for can't that. can't wait. Yeah. Um, so let's go to our final news piece for this week, and that is there is a release date, um, not a specified day, but a time of the month, excuse me, I guess of next year, that we get a release date of the new Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good book. And that is supposed to be coming out May of 2021. So, Drew, do you have any more on that? Yeah, so it's going to be on Star Wars Day, May 4th next year. Uh, and it's actually... I did see that. <laughs> what you say? I did not oh. see that part. Oh, <laughs> and actually, it's celebrating the 30th anniversary of the creation of Thrawn. Um, oh, wow. As Thrawn was in um, Heir to the Empire um, on that time 30 years ago wow which is pretty crazy that is really cool uh and so with that being said you know we they revealed the the new cover for Thrawn ascendancy greater good uh which is the the new sequel um you can see that actually on our instagram or facebook we posted the picture there of Mm -hmm. that uh but also they are releasing a special um (laughs) version of Thrawn ascendancy chaos rising it's a limited edition uh cover of that very cool looking cover um here it's right here if you haven't seen it but that's pretty cool Ooh, that does look pretty slick. um and so that will be neat for those of you who may just like to collect um cool stuff like that but also they're releasing an air um to the empire t-shirt in celebration of the 30th anniversary Ooh, so yeah cool. some just cool little things there that'll all be going down um here in may 4th star wars day 2021 very cool very cool indeed All right, that ends our news for this week. Drew, you want to go ahead and take us into rumors? Sure. Yeah. So we got a um, so a little more a little update on EA. As you know, EA uh, with video games, um, they're kind of the ones that oversee Star Wars video games, and there we know that uh, their time is is close to running up. Twenty twenty three, and we know uh, windows to making video games can sometimes be a pretty long production. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that they're going to have to be making decisions soon on if this is going to be a continuation or not, right? Even right. though it doesn't end technically till 2023, uh, you know, they can't begin a game now. Right. And, and you know what I mean? a good and, one, you know. Right. So yeah. there there's has to be talks already going. And basically what we're seeing here, we see a job listing is provided by Motive that says they they've mentioned plans for two video game titles one which is explicitly for a star wars project while another is for an original ip um but ea uh the ceo andrew wilson was talking with GameSpot, and this is what he said he said we have a tremendous relationship with disney we have a tremendous relationship with lucasfilm we have a long-standing relationship with them going all the way back to star wars the old republic um, we've had success in first-person shooters and RPGs and action-adventure and MMORPGs and in mobile. We are going to double down on that partnership. Disney continues to be very, very committed to the IP and to the canon. Um, so this sounds like to me like there's a good chance that deal will be renewed right? Uh, based off or maybe he's just being very hopeful. Um, <laughs> right. Well, maybe they're saying like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna just step out in faith, so to speak. You know, step out into the water right. and be like, we're gonna start this big project. We're gonna start pouring our own money into it, and hopefully, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, etc. will look at that and say, okay, hey, they're taking the initiative. They want to do this, so let's just yeah. renew it for maybe even just like two, three more years again. You know what I'm right. saying? Which we have seen, um, we have seen 
or we've heard or read that they that that they were doubling down before. This isn't the first time we've heard right. rumors of them doubling down on on uh, Star Wars games. But what's interesting here is that we do see this job listing um, that is for a Star Wars game by motive, and so that. Uh, very interesting to to see here. There, so there are more games in the works. Of course, we assume Respawn is working on right on a, a Fallen Order sequel. I mean, I think they would be crazy not to do <laughs> yeah, that. Capitalize on um, that, yeah. yeah. And so, but it appears there's definitely something else in the works, more so than just a Jedi Fallen Order sequel. So yeah. So, <clears throat> like I said, uh, definitely keep your eyes and ears open for that for more official news as it comes out. But it's 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 very interesting. Uh, speculations there so next rumor for this week is that talking about mandalorian um as we know mandalorian season two the first episode just dropped and uh people can't get enough of it and supposedly they are already getting ready to or starting to uh you know um, have production for season three so uh, according to TechRadar.com, season three was confirmed in a piece on Variety, where Favreau said that they are quote on schedule to start production before 2020 ends. We, uh, and this is a quote from Favreau. Apparently, uh, we're operating under the assumption that we will be able to go forward. He added. Um, so they say that it's. <clears throat> excuse me. It says that it, uh, you know, oh, Variety has confirmed this by hearing Favreau, but we don't really have any official news saying that this is true yeah which then skylar Scholler, editor-in-chief for the um disney insider has he's went on to say that the working title for the mandalorian season three is buccaneer mm. um, and also that they're going to begin shooting in november Wow, so that's pretty soon. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you think about it, it's would not, line up. It's not if, that far of a stretch. No, it's not at all, especially if they want this season three to come out in the same time period as normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have to get on it. And as we know, when we started this podcast, we were talking about how they had already started at that point. So that was January. Right. Um, and they had already been working on it for a while at that at that point, I believe. Right. And so this all lines up um, well, be what, about what you would expect. If they want it to be released October, November of 2021, they're going to have to start working on it now. So. And that's the thing. When they started working on it in you know 2019 going into 2020 for season two, they started later than November of 2019. But they've realized that through this year, there's been some time schedule constraints uh, for obvious reasons. Um, and, uh, so it makes sense that they're all already like, Hey, just in case this is still going to affect us, we're going to start in November this year. Um, you know, to, in order to establish a much more lenient, forgiving timeline. Um, so it's a rumor, but it, 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 it's not, it's one of those rumors. Like you can pretty much say, okay, this is news, but since we don't have an official report, we don't like to say that it's news. (laughs) Right. Pretty much. So so, moving on, um, we have a little news from John Boyega. Uh, he was talking with Entertainment Tonight, and this is what he said. He said, I don't know what's going on with Star Wars. I'm alive. That's one thing. But it would depend on story and if Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac are coming back. I wouldn't want to be running around by myself or anything. So, there you have it, folks. He's already back to being willing huh. to go into Star Wars. So... I, all, I'm not gonna say much, but all I'm gonna say, <laughs> yeah. all I'm gonna say is this: you know, when Rise of Skywalker came out, mm-hmm. right? 
the very first <laughs> the very first scroll was the dead speak. Mm-hmm. So now John Boyega's life, the scroll comes up, money speaks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, get, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say is like, yeah. listen, I know he was so mad and, and he didn't think he got everything that he deserved and stuff. I knew this was going to happen. I knew that basically he was going to be like, listen, if you, if you guys want me to come back and pay me money, I'll do it. You know, and that's kind of what looks like it's happening. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> I just think it is funny because it's like, man, he was so mad. And all of a sudden now, it, oh, yeah, well, if Daisy and, and, and Oscar coming back, well, you know what? I'm. I'm more than I'm more than willing to. <laughs> yeah, so, it's a little funny for me, I guess. But uh, anyway, yeah. There's, you know, they've all they've all said all three of them. Yeah. Daisy Ridley, um, Oscar Isaac, and John Boyega have all three separately said that they are, they are not no plans to come back to Star Wars. They're done. Mm-hmm. But let's be let's be honest. We knew we knew before they ever said that. We knew before the I knew yeah. before Force Awakens came out officially released i knew eventually someday in the future they'd be back oh yeah um clearly we we know they'll be back uh just like and you could say well yeah this but the sequels are no one likes the sequels and blah 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 well you know what they also said that about the prequels and yeah and a lot of you know the prequels sat there for a long time no one touched anything of it really for a good while but now it's loved now it's loved because all those kids grew up you know and they love it they love the characters in it and and we're seeing um things from the prequels um in current times now we're seeing the clone wars again where you know we we have all these things they're going to be back one day well here's what i'm gonna say the way that so I got really close to the mic all of a sudden. So I like lean forward, like reposition myself, like screaming, like, oh, the mic. Anyway, sorry. So anyway, the way that John is saying this, right, it sounds like he's like getting close, like in the next couple of years or something. Oh, you know, I'm willing to come back in the next couple of years or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I think the only way that it would be successful, and this is just my humble opinion, obviously, right? There's a lot of people who don't have the same opinion. But in my opinion, the only way that's going to work is if it is, like Andrew said, where it's 15 years later and some of these kids who grew up watching the sequel trilogy grow up and have that nostalgic factor and, oh, man, I can't wait to see these characters that I grew up with come back again. You know, I think it's going to have to be something like that. I don't think that it's going to be very well received now, even like within like five years. That's just my opinion. I, I think right now they need to leave it alone. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, will they? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of rumors about a Daisy Ridley movie out there. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of rumors going around. Um, you know, evil clone Yoda ready to ready to attack and and all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> evil I mean, Yoda. Uh, there, uh, but yeah. I've, I mean, we've heard multiple reports so many of Ray out yeah. of, of a Ray movie in the talks. Um, which, of course, if they're going to do anything after the sequel. After the sequel movies, I mean that, that would make sense um, as the continuation. You would see a Ray focused movie. I think, of course, that would be the the path to follow. But does it need to be told right now? I don't think right. so. I, 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 I don't think, think we're so better either. off waiting. Let her age some too. Let yeah. her age. No, I mean, uh, naturally with as the years go on, and and yeah. then and then let's see a story. Canonly, let's see a story that's 15, 20 years later. I think it makes the most sense, um, and that's just for me because okay. So I, you know, even even just in the, the 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 business sense for Disney, you know, yes, those movies made quite a bit of money just because it's Star Wars and 
it's a big movie and it's going to make money. But the reception that it got, it's kind of like, okay, you make a, you make a, uh, you know, a cup of tea, right? And you put the tea back in. Well, you don't just put it in because it's going to naturally taste pretty bad at first. But you let it, sit, let it sit there and you let it steep for a little while and it's going to have a nice cup of tea, yeah. right? And I think that's got to be what's that. Like, not a lot of people liked it at first. And uh, I think if you want to have any success, you don't take another sip of the tea again. You just let it steep for a little bit. Right. So. And also, you know, she just took out uh, Emperor Palpatine, you know, <laughs> right. Darth Sidious right. himself, the yeah. greatest threat to the galaxy. Yeah. Um, nothing's going to top that right now. Well, yeah. Like, you what else what could mean? they possibly do? Any enemy, you know any any um, threat that they're going to have in a future movie, is yeah. at least for a while, yeah. is not going to... Feel as as important. Yeah, no. And so to have a movie already where you're gonna have to have some kind of threat, you're gonna think, well, she defeated Palpatine, so this is gonna be nothing. Yeah. But if you wait down the years down the road, it's just enough time for a new Sith to show up or something, (laughs) you know, or something that'll be. But you just can't do it. You can't do it right now. It's the 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 the. I'm not gonna say the wound is too fresh, except for that evil clone Yoda. That (laughs) that that is a threat. That dastardly Um, old boy. dastardly ne'er do well. All right, let's move into our releases. All right, uh, for, our re- <laughs> for our releases this coming week. Uh, first off, we have Mando Monday on yes. uh, on Monday, November the second. Uh, stay tuned for that. Um, I'm sure there'll be some cool stuff coming out from, out from that. I'm excited to see. Uh, based after watching that first episode, I'm excited to see what uh, merch will be released here. Um, hopefully there's a couple of prime candidates, um, that could be, that could be part of, of that merch. So I'm excited to see that. Oh yeah. Um, then moving into Wednesdays, our usual comic day, we'll be getting star Wars issue eight. Um, again, the star Wars main star Wars comic line has been fantastic. I expect nothing less. So make sure you check that out. Eventually we're yeah. going to talk about those arcs. Uh, <laughs> right. We might have to talk about multiple right. arcs by the time we finally get to it. Now that the Mandalorian is going, coming out, but, <laughs> right. uh, oh, yeah. and then moving on, um, Friday, of course, we will be getting the Mandalorian chapter 10. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> 10. I was gonna say two. I'm Chap- like, well, actually chapter 10, 10 um, season two, episode two. So yes. that will be very exciting. Oh man. So much stuff. And I'm so excited for this. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming and, uh, oh, actually I'm going to throw in right there as well. Um, that, that Friday, uh, November 6th, um, we will also be doing a live stream oh, do we not for you guys on Facebook. Not oh. on our not oh, okay. on our actual <laughs> podcast. No, we haven't. Uh, that's where we're going to be doing a live. First. Yeah, we probably should have done oh, that well. at the beginning. Yeah, have, oh, like you three, know, you three, four, learn. three fourths of our audience there aren't listening right now. They're already so. gone. <laughs> they were, we started talking about Pedro Pascal's face, and they <laughs> they were they bolted. were gone. They bolted. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a couple stragglers at this point, and they hey probably guys. the only reason they're watching is because they're like in the shower and they can't go and turn it <laughs> they, off. They, you know, they're so physically just... incapable to do it at this point. You know, they're, they're zoning us out. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, so <laughs> so November sixth, uh, that's Friday night. Do we want to set a time? Uh, not right now. <laughs> okay, I don't know that I have a specific time. I 
doing that right now. But we'll, we'll, do we'll this need to, yeah, we'll have to figure it out. So just check out check our Facebook. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated on there about an exact time. Right. But we're going to do a um, complete spoiler um, discussion on the Mandalorian episodes one and yeah, two. Full breakdown. Full breakdown. We're just going to go all out, talk about it with you guys. You guys can ask questions, speculate with us, and we'll just have fun for a yeah, little bit. Good time. Um, yeah. So uh, plan to be there for that. Make sure you watch uh, that episode, first hey. episode, and also the next one on Friday as well. Be there or be square, like Din Djarin's face on a Hasbro. That's right. You know. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, uh, we're going to stay tuned because here in just a little bit, we're going to be talking about the that first episode. So Yes, absolutely. So without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into our Q&A for this week. As you know, we always try to uh, garner some questions, topics, and more from you guys each week. Um, I actually didn't do one this week because we had like four or five questions. So I thought we'd just go ahead and get caught up for everybody who's in the queue. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get on to those. There's a few of them that were like kind of like main topic worthy. So those of you, like specifically Alex Mason, we're not going to talk about yours today simply because I think that it would be a really good main topic, such as breaking down the uh, Star Wars movies one through nine or our favorites. Which we are going to do eventually. Which we, that's a big episode, I think, right? Like I think that's a pretty big thing. Maybe we should do that on the 50th episode. Oh, maybe our yeah. one year anniversary. Which or, one? Which comes ooh. first? Our one year anniversary comes first. Probably one year anniversary. We'll figure it out. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so Alex, that's a great question, topic, whatever you want to call it. And I think it's definitely something worthy of like a main topic because it's pretty big. It'll take a while. So without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into our Q&A. And the first question comes from Brandon Dukes. And he simply says, who is Saul Guerrero really? So that's a good question. In fact, there might even be some people, I doubt it, but there might be some people who are listening who may not even completely know who Saul Guerrero is in terms of like, like Saul Guerrero, who's that? So, um, first of all, we see Saul Guerrero, I think, yeah, the first time we see him is on Clone Wars. Um, I believe, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, he was on Clone Wars. So, so we know As he's a from... a young man. Yeah, he, we, he's from the planet of Onderon. Um, right. Alderaan, Onderon, Onderon. Oh, Onderon. Some, no, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like... It's very close cre- to Alderaan. The creative genius there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> sorry to the powers that be that uh, made that. Anyway, he's from the planet of Onderon. And so, honestly, let's just say this he's nobody um of any famous lineage he's not anybody you know he's not related to anybody that we know of the main characters um he's just simply a guy from onderon right with that said he becomes a pretty cool character uh, but he's not like something you know somebody special at first you know um but anyway so during the clone wars um he became a uh he became a rebel fighter, right? Uh, uh, a resistance fighter, whatever you want to call him, uh, on the planet of Onderon um, against the Confederacy. Um, so, you know, I don't know how deep we want to get into this, uh, but essentially as he grows up, he continues being a rebel and he continues, you know, fighting against the Confederacy until the Clone War ended. Um, and then all of a sudden now he goes from being... Uh, you know, a resistance fighter against the Confederacy, so now he's a resistance fighter against the Empire. So basically anybody who's in charge, he's just going to rebel against. <laughs> so, so we see him in Clone Wars, yeah, and then we see him actually in, in terms of the canonical timeline, uh, we see him, and the next one is in Jedi Fallen Order, correct? That's like the next time we see him in terms of chronological order, right? Or is that Rogue One after that? I'm trying to think of the timelines here. Um, Rogue One would be after. Is it? 
No. No. Wait. Yes. No. Yes, it would be. Right? No, I think no, because because uh, Fallen Order happens six years after Episode Three. Gosh, I cannot remember my timelines well, right now. No, it would be. It would be before Jedi Fallen Order would be before because. Um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so Jedi we're, Fallen we're Order disagreeing on the same thing. We is, agree is before anyway. Rogue One because Rogue One <laughs> leads into yes, a New Hope. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say, but I think we came up weird. Anyway, so <laughs> we see him in Clone Wars, and then we see him in Jedi Fallen Order. Again, helping um, uh, Cal Kestis fight against the Empire. And then the next, the, the kind of the final time, uh, well, not kind of, the final time that we see him uh, is on, um, I don't remember, what planet were they on? Anyway, he's in Rogue One. Um, and, uh, you know, as we know, he, he's just always been a resistance fighter, always against the Confederacy, always against... Uh, the Empire. Anybody who is tyrannically trying to overtake anybody, he's always been there. So, I don't know how much further, Drew, you want to add to that, but but Saul Guerrero is just basically this human resistance fighter from Onderon that has just always fought the powers of being. Yeah, and basically when his sister died um, in the Clone Wars, I think it kind yeah. of set him even on a darker path. And see, the thing yeah. with Saul is he was he was willing to do whatever it took to to take out his enemies. That's a good point. And um, and a lot of people looked at him and his group, especially when he started fighting the Empire as terrorists. Yeah, um, yeah. And essentially, they kind of were against at least to the Empire, and um, and they would do some pretty crazy stuff, uh, kind of like in the novel about a young leia um i'm trying to remember exactly what that book was called i can't remember right this moment i could go look at my bookshelf but <laughs> wait i can probably see it from here it's called leia oh <laughs> it's called leia wow. it has it has a subtitle but i can't read it from here <laughs> um in that book you see a young leia and she is met um by she meets uh, captain panaka and Captain Panaka is uh, like a moth at this point. And he, he's like, oh, you're really familiar and all this stuff. And, and it's because, of course, he remembers Padme. Yeah. And, um, and anyways, he starts to catch on. Like there's, a, some, there's some kind of connection there. Yeah. And uh, Two Tubes, uh, which, you know, is part of the group with, um, with Saul, shows up and blows up. Um, <laughs> Panaka in his in his home, yeah, and so like you know they were doing crazy stuff crazy like things. that, and, it, uh, and it's, it's pretty dark. Yeah, and I think I think I think that's something that that really separates him from all of the other you know resistance rebel fighters is that that they definitely saw him as somebody more uh, like okay he kind of crosses the line, but uh, you know one of his famous quotes is I'm not a terrorist I'm a patriot and a resistance is not terrorism. Lies, deception. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so, I mean, as you can see, he definitely has like, like I said, especially in Clone Wars when we see his sister die, it really <clears throat> changes him. Um, so we're getting yeah, but, we're getting kind of deep into this, but, but I, I think what the most important thing to take from Saul is Saul ended up being an inspiration uh, to a lot of the other. Um, to the beginning of the rebellion, yes, they, he was an inspiration to them. They didn't necessarily agree with all of his tactics, yes, but he was an inspiration and part of the reason why they they fought as hard as they did. And, and he had a fitting end. He did have a fitting. Yeah, end. Yeah, you know, he he was ushering out all the uh, rebels, you know, yeah. out of the city, um, and then gets 
blown up by the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. So, I mean, I think in the end, that's that's the, the biggest key takeaway from Saw um, yeah. is that he was a fighter and, and is part of the reason why we get the rebellion that we do. Yeah. So, so you know, he didn't start off by anyone like crazy important in terms of lineage and stuff, but he ends up becoming actually a very important like sideline character that, that really fuels the background and foundations of all their other stuff. So yeah. pretty cool. He was essentially the rebellion before the, the rebellion yeah, he really began was. to establish. He, he was the he was the spark that created the fire. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, great question, Brandon. Um, our second question comes from Zach Nykirk, um, who says... What's up, Zach? Hey, Thanks Zach. for asking a question. <laughs> I hope I said your last name right, so I apologize if I didn't. Um, There's a good chance we didn't. That's what happens. Anyway, so he says, uh, I think it would be neat to discuss whether or not the Jedi... Uh, were somewhat to blame for Anakin turning to the dark side? So that's actually a very good question. Um, one that a lot of people don't like talking about because it makes Jedi look bad if, if, it, if it is true, right? Um, and so, Drew, I have my thoughts, but I talked first on the last one. You go ahead on the first one. Well, as uh, many of you guys know, we've debated on, these, on this uh, similar topic many times before about like, uh, Anakin's downfall and, and different things. Mm-hmm. And of course we'll continue to do so cause it's just a big, um, part of, of the story of star Wars. And, um, I think, yes, uh, I do. I do yeah. believe the Jedi, uh, played a role in it. Um, but I don't think it was all the Jedi's fault. No, there was a yeah. lot of, of course, there was a lot of dark side influence going on, uh, especially with, um, Palpatine, uh, moving everyone around like a puppet, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of... He, he controlled basically everything, including the Jedi to an extent. Yeah. And so uh, so in that sense, yes, the Jedi had become such so dogmatic and things. They, mm-hmm. they, uh, they didn't trust or believe in Anakin for the most part, other than yeah. a couple few. And, uh, and we... And Anakin's constantly frustrated by that. He's constantly frustrated by the fact that they... They don't trust him. They don't. They will not let him be a master. Yeah. All these different things, and so to make a short, to make it a short answer, because we could go way deep into very, it. Very. This is a very deep. We answer. could go yeah. super deep. Uh, you know, and for the sake of time, we're not going to go super deep in, into <laughs> right. into it. Right. Um, yeah. But yes, I do think the Jedi uh, played a role in it, and 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 mainly mm-hmm. just being the fact that they were so self righteous. Uh, and so blinded to the influences that were being put on Anakin. Yeah, um, I, I will say uh, there's two things I want to add. And the first one adds into exactly what you're saying right now. I was going to mention this is that while they also, you know, while they did mistreat him in some manners, as in like not helping him become a master and, and, and overlooking the things that he's done, but I also say that there was things that he was doing wrong that they overlooked, right? Right. And because of how dogmatic they were, they kind of just brushed it under the... Uh, and I actually saw an interesting post this other the other day. I can't remember where it was, but it says, like, someone had said, essentially, you know, like, you're seriously going to tell me that, that, that Anakin lived with Padme and no one knew it in the Coruscant. And I'm sitting here like, no, of course they knew this. But he's one of the main... Uh, one of the best generals in the Clone Wars that they have. And at this time... And their dogmaticism, if that's even a word, and 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 in their minds, they got to do whatever they have to to win this war. They're just going to be like, okay, listen, he's winning all these battles for us. Uh, let's just wait till after the war, and then maybe we'll just kind of address it then. I think that 
is really something that hurt him, um, be, or hurt them in, in overall. It's because they they didn't help him, but they also overlooked the bad things that he was doing as well. And there was a second thing that I was going to say, and I completely forgot what it was <laughs> as I got onto this. But anyway, yeah. Um, gosh, it was really a good point, too, and I really don't remember what it was. So anyway. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> if I remember it, uh, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um I'm really trying. I'm really trying it out because it was a good point too. Gosh, dang it. Uh, well, I think you're just gonna have to move on. Okay, let's just move on. If it comes back to me, probably won't. But uh, yeah, anyway. All right. So our oh yes, I actually do remember it. Yes, I knew as soon as I moved on. Okay, we heard this, and this is the main thing I want to talk about. And we talked about this a lot when we first heard about this. But. Anakin never got the direction and leadership that he truly needed. A, because the Jedi were dogmatic and they didn't care most of the time. But B, also because the person who was truly meant to train him didn't. As we saw through Dave Filoni, and he's mentioned this um, uh, during the man, actually the Mandalorian behind the scenes for season one, uh, is that actually... As we well know, Qui-Gon was supposed to train Anakin, and Qui-Gon would have become the father figure that Anakin needed. But Obi-Wan, God bless him, still my favorite character, love Obi-Wan, but he never became the father figure that he needed. He became a brother. You were a brother to me, Anakin. Well, he didn't need a brother. He needed a father. And it's highly speculative. Even even Dave Filoni says that if Qui-Gon were to train him, even with all the faults of the Jedi, he probably would have turned out okay. May have had his problems, but would have turned out okay. Because what's the main song title when Qui-Gon is fighting the evil that is to come? Duel of the Fates. Which one of Anakin's fates will win? Well, yeah, and and the the thing is, is if he would have had Qui-Gon as that father figure, he would not have turned to Palpatine as the father figure. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's where exactly. that's where the true the true biggest problem lies, is that he does end up turning to Palpatine as this father figure to him. And um, had he had Qui-Gon, I don't think that would have been something he needed or desired to feel exactly. from Palpatine. Yeah, he would so. have never needed that. Exactly. Right. So... I'm glad I remember that because that was like one of the big yeah, things. Yeah, that is a good say. point. <laughs> so, okay, so great, great question, Zach. I uh, appreciate that. Um, and our third and final question comes from Kristen Perry, who says, I always What's thought... Kristen? <laughs> Kristen? Kristen? Anyway. Number one fan. <laughs> literally. Um, she says, I always thought it was weird that droids were extremely hated uh, in the later parts of Star Wars. But I just realized it was probably because in the Clone Wars, droids were the ones destroying everything. What are your thoughts? Kristen, I'm just going to say right off the bat, I think that's completely right. I think, you know, it's not confirmed anywhere, but I do think that's completely right. Um, in fact, we even see it to some degree in Mandalorian. Yeah. And not even season two, season one, right? We literally see uh, Din Djarin gets scarred for life. And hates droids because during the uh, Confederacy uh, attack on his village or wherever he was, right, all these droids, super battle droids and stuff came in just killing everybody. And he has like PTSD, rightfully so, and can't stand droids. So right, I, I literally do think that that's exactly it. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, I, th- I don't think there's too much more to say about that unless you have something to say. I'm like, I think that's completely right. No, I think she's, I think she's dead on. I think, you know, naturally, just like if we were to have a war uh, with – a bunch of droids attacking us. Yeah. Would you want a bunch of droids around after that? You yeah, know, would exactly. you, uh, I mean, there would be a lot of, 
I think most people would would have a little bit of hesitancy to 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 have a droid in their home and, and that oh, kind yeah. of thing. So, what well, was that? Uh, there's another Will Smith movie actually, <laughs> iRobot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of Will Smith movies uh, locked away here. No, but I mean, like uh, something happened where like one of his old robot servants or whatever like turned and, and killed somebody, and then from then yeah. on, like he would never have one in his home. Right. Like and it kind of ties in. So I think that yeah, I think that perfectly illustrates. That because of the the Clone Wars, yeah, which is a really cool tie-in um, to everything, that a lot of people don't like droids, right? So, yeah, yeah. Well, so let's let's move into our main topic yeah. uh, because we we are getting a little bit shorter on time, but we yeah. want to make sure that we get to talk about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, because wow, it's amazing. There's uh, so much to talk b- about. Before we jump into it, just a reminder: we are going to stay non-spoiler. We're just going to discuss it a little bit with you yeah. guys, give our impressions of the overall episode and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty we will give you a warning before we go into spoilers Big warning. we'll make sirens we'll, yeah we'll make sure you guys um are very aware yeah. that we're about to jump into spoilers and then we're just going to get down into it yeah so. and, I'll, and i'll say we may not get as deep as you would like today but it's okay because next week on friday yeah. november 6th or whatever you said it was i don't even remember now eighth or whatever sixth uh yes so anyway on that day, we'll have a full live Facebook video where you can join in. Hear us talk about the whole episode. Uh, it will be spoiler. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can ask questions and everything. So if we don't get as, into it as much today as we you wish we would, we have more coming. So Yeah, and we'll, we'll take our time with that. Uh, we'll spend as much time as you guys want to spend with us, yeah. talking with us about it, and we can just all have a good time with that. So. I agree. So first of all, let's just go over non-spoiler <laughs> impressions of episode uh, uh, technically one, but is chapter nine. I will say right off the bat, this episode is fantastic. Yes. And I will say also just like on a technical side here, um, it is 52 minutes long. Um, yes. That, that alone is amazing. So good. All yeah. the previous episodes were like 26 oh, minutes right. and stuff like that. Some I, of them were like almost comically short in like, the first like, season. I think one was 23 minutes. One was like 20 something minutes. Yeah, yeah. like 23. Like, I was insane. so mad. But they come out come out with the, with the gloves on with the 52 minuter uh, first yes. episode. Oh, Fantastic. So, so the time alone is amazing. Right, right. And I'll just say once more. Just everything about this. I came in, I would admit, I came in with very high hopes and very high expectations, and it exceeded my expectations. Same. It, it exceeded was mine as well. Incredibly, um, it was incredibly cinematic. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think, you know, you could you could say maybe it's just the hype that we're feeling. <laughs> could but, be, could be. But I, but I really don't think so. Um, yeah. I think that this met my expectations. I'll be honest, though, at the same time, I was a little worried. Yeah. Just, um, you know, it's still f- a, f- a fresh series. Right. You know, we found it found success in the first season. That does not necessarily mean the, the second no. season is going to have that same success. No. Right. I had a lot of a lot of worries along with my high expectations. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so far, uh, I'm, I'm very pleased. I do have a couple of concerns. Yeah. We won't get into those concerns in, in this. We'll get in that in, in our actual uh, spoiler part. Spoiler yeah. part. But uh, the the big thing I want to say about this episode that just uh, went way over my expectations was, as you said, the cinematic um, aspect of it, mm-hmm. the the bombastic oh, uh, yeah. of it of it all. Like it's it's taken to another level on here. This yeah. is this is a quality 
for example, in the first season, kind of how we talked about, yeah, I was about like, we, we talked about this earlier, just you and me yeah, about yeah. the second episode in the season. And it, you, you know, you were saying how it hit you that like, you know, that, that, that second episode in the first season is literally him, like just walking to the, the cave of the beast uh, he, you know, and he kills the beast and that, that's like the whole episode. That's the whole right? episode. And there's, and, and there's I, only a couple characters. Yeah, and, and I was just basically like, I, I'm looking at this episode and comparing that to the second episode of the first season. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe how much more there is in this episode. Yes. Like, I mean, it's just crazy in, in terms of the action in terms content, of, even. of, yeah, the content, of course it's longer. We have, yeah. um, we have just the the effects in yeah. this are just fantastic. Yeah. Some of the things they do in this is is just something you would never even throughout yeah. the whole. There is a scene in this episode. There, there is an action scene in this episode that is so far beyond anything uh, we saw yes. in the first season. I mean, literally, it, it is unprecedented. Even on the best episode of, of yeah, season one, right. it tops it. It I tops mean, it by far. And, yeah. and just production value. Yeah, maybe not and necessarily in story building or We're whatever, not even talking about that. Yeah, right. it's just in, yeah. in terms of production value. And the yeah. best part of it all, and I don't think this is necessarily a spoiler. Uh, if you think I'm wrong, you can hurry <laughs> and stop me. But you're watching, and at one point, all of a sudden, your screen expands. Okay, like the yeah, view, spoiler. the view yeah. of the screen. So we go from like a sixteen nine or whatever, yeah. and all of a sudden it full like the black goes, borders, the black start borders opening. open up into yeah. a full screen, and it's just that, so cool. And that initiates the Initiate, action scene. It, oh, it initiates it this really so epic, cool action scene, and that and alone like makes you feel more immersed. It in, does. In, in, it did, and and it's it. They must have filmed it with uh, almost like I wonder if they filmed with IMAX cameras. Maybe or something because uh, I've watched like for example a movie I really really love. We actually went and watched it together years ago. Interstellar, mm-hmm. oh, uh, the movie yeah. Interstellar yeah. does a similar thing. You a lot of times there's this black border, but then when they shot an IMAX, um, they they had specific IMAX cameras, and when they would film those scenes, the borders would go away and right. it'd be this huge screen. It's usually and, when things are moving quick, and right? Right, crazy and the same happen, uh, yeah. happened. With um, the Batman movies, uh, mm-hmm. I watched those at yeah. IMAX that have the black borders, and then when you get to those really cool scenes, <laughs> yeah. it open up. Yeah. And I think they did something similar here. I'm not sure exactly uh, what cameras they're using, but yeah. it, it does it right. The effect <laughs> is worth so it. Good. It's so cool because, like, uh, I'm not. Well, I won't say what happens, but just yeah, like don't say what happens. <laughs> I won't say what happens, but as th- this scene unfolds, and like right as the action goes. You know, like as the action unfolds, like the screen just, you know, opens up and you're yeah. like, and just all of a sudden it's like, it's like just crazy, like nonstop. So, it's crazy. Um, in terms of story, I'm very intrigued. Yeah. Um, I, I will say though, and this is one, the one thing that, that I thought initially, I don't know that I vocalized it when we were watching is that the story element, there's so much action. I think it's easy to, to, to get caught up in the action that the story, although it got furthered, it didn't get like crazy further. Yeah, and that's something I want to talk about. And when we get into to spoilers, it's kind yeah. of kind of uh, carries on to the point I was saying about a couple of things that concerned me a little bit. Right. Um, there. Don't get me wrong. There's some very interesting story elements here yeah. that are, are I'm sure going to progress further in this season to, into some really interesting stuff. But I will also say there's a lot of things that we already knew right that um from last season that we don't really discuss or anything mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's and so it's interesting 
to, to see that. And, and, right. I, and I'm curious what that means and we'll get into that. But do yeah. you have anything you want to say else about, about the episode well, before we get into that's the spoilers? I think, I, think, I think we're good. Let's go ahead and get into spoilers. I'll just say overall, great episode, yeah. great starter episode. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, and I'll say this before <laughs> we get into spoilers. You know, if you're going to have a story or an episode that doesn't have a ton of story, cram as much action into it as you can. I was so disappointed on season one, you know, of all, and I didn't have much disappointments. But the things that I was most disappointed on is that, okay, there's a couple episodes that didn't have much story, didn't further on, but it had like no action either. Like, what was the point in that? So that's yeah. one thing that this episode did do. It's a good starter initiator episode. Yeah, and you can tell they they fueled so much money into this. Oh my gosh. And even in comparison <laughs> yeah. to, to 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 the first season, you can just see that they've they've spent more money Infinitely. to make it yeah. to make it even bigger, yeah. uh, more movie quality. Yeah. It's still not. Don't get me wrong. It's this is this quality. is not quite movie quality. Okay, yeah. but it's still pretty good. Very much better than like <laughs> and, almost any TV show that I've ever watched. Well, yeah, and and this um this first that first season was very much uh slower. Not as many uh people. Not as you know all this stuff. And you can just tell that they've they've escalated all of that in this second oh, yeah. season, based yeah. off the first episode. That is, yeah, exactly. And um, and so I I am very happy with it. I'm extremely looking forward to where it goes. Um, I think we're in for a treat for this rest of the season. I'm yeah. I'm thrilled. I'm I'm and, totally and I will just say before we go in spoilers at the, <laughs> the at during this episode when the episode ended, me and Braxton screamed i think we screamed yes <laughs> yeah. we screamed yes we stood up and we gave like, like a hot, powerful like high a five powerful high five <laughs> had to look so funny but we were just <laughs> I wish we, we recorded were, that we we i mean we were just stoked uh, we were so excited happy. so we were very happy now we hope you have the same feeling we are prepared to tell you why we were excited mm -hmm. so yeah spoiler alert spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah, everyone leave. We're going to give a countdown. And then if you're not gone, that's your own fault. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. On Solo dies. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Spoilers. Going into spoilers now. Okay. So let's start off just from the beginning. We don't have a ton of time left, but uh, let's just go ahead and get in here and go over some of the main highlights that we see because yeah. we're going to get a full breakdown on Friday, in this next Friday. Uh, so... First and foremost, so we open up and we go to this unknown planet. We still don't know where this planet is. Um, you know, uh, I don't think they even still said what it was, right? I don't think so. The graffiti planet. Right. You know? I don't think it did, but I may have just, you know, it was, we've only watched it yeah. once, guys. So yeah. we may have we missed Literally, things. We literally watched it and then came and, in and here. And came and in here to this. do this. So, so like, you know, we've not done a lot of studying yet. Yeah. Anything so like that. that. So we yep. may be a little... By Friday, some, by Friday, we might have we should more, know more information. Yeah. So we come in there and we see the Gamorrean fighting ring, which was just amazing. Love the right? love the scene Gamorreans <sighs> fighting. So good. Uh, they're not... I wish they were really chubby, like the uh, was he? Return of the Jedi ones, but... They were unemployed uh, Gamorreans after the, you know, yeah. uh, Jabba died. They, they had to go on unemployment. And, they, could, they, had, they didn't have the food to eat anymore. They didn't have food and... stamps, you know, and so they lost by the weight and they had to resort to fighting, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they were paid very well. That's the way life goes, you know? At, uh, at Jabba's Palace. Anyway, so, you know, that was amazing. Um, I, we thought at first, or at least I did... 
Um, there was theories going around that that some of the people that were associated with uh, in, in that scene where they're trying to attack um, the Mandalorian in that room. I thought that it may have been part of the Crimson Dawn because some of their outfits looked like it, but there was no indication that there that they were. Um, so, and we don't even know if the Crimson Dawn exists at this point. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it. I think it, we could say that it might, but we, you know, who knows? We don't well, really we know. Wouldn't know who would be leading them, but right. But you see what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's a possibility. I we mean, it's s- a possibility. A lot of the, a lot of those um, groups seem to survive for oh, a yeah. long time. So different, uh, a lot different of leadership leaders changes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but I I have I see no indication that that's yeah. what it is. And we watched personally. it, and I was thinking, I, I was I was specifically watching for that, and nothing was said. So I don't know that that was true. Um, but basically that, that guy, you know, they're just trying to search for Mandalorians and, uh, they're trying to take their best car armor to sell the best car. So not a whole lot to say there other than, you know, of course they try to attack them, kills all, kills all of them easily with, with the, the stinging hornets or whatever that camera is called now. Uh, but, uh, right. the little wrist rocket thing. Yeah. And, uh, and baby Yoda does the thing and closes was, the thing. That was and, too good. That yeah. was so good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so then basically what they do find out though is that he's trying to find man other Mandalorians, um, yeah. And so this guy basically says that, oh, I know of one. On yeah, and that that was the first moment that I was a little unclear on. I'm still a little unclear on it. Yeah. Why is he? What specifically is him finding other Mandalorians truly going to lead him to yeah. find? Um, baby Yoda's kind. And that's because that's what he says. I must find the Mandalorian so they can help me. So the, so this was just my theory when I was talking to Drew. And the only thing I can think of is that possibly that since the armorer had told him that there was the great Jedi Mandalorian war, yeah. maybe he can find other Mandalorians that have some of the lore um, yeah. and, and history to tell them where they could find the Jedi. That's the only right. thing I could possibly think of. Um, because other than that, like, yeah, like what is other Mandalorian going to do to help you find Jedi? Yeah. You know, and, and this puts another, another spin on kind of, you know, we've been saying he's going to be looking for a Jedi this season. Mm-hmm. It appears he's not looking for Jedis this no, season. He's looking for Mandalorians. He's looking for Mandalorians. Which will, I guess, which, lead to him. To which interest, what's interesting about that is that potentially means he never is looking for Ahsoka. He's looking for Sabine and finds Ahsoka. Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now we'll go ahead and say since this is spoilers, there's no indication of that uh, in this in this episode. No, no, no. There's no but no indications of that. But I'm just thinking for in the future. We know we know Ahsoka's coming at some point. So what, we're not 100 percent sure on Sabine, but we know Ahsoka. Maybe it be maybe it be that at the end of this season he finally finds Sabine, and then at the very last second of the episode, like either Sabine like calls her in or or tells her over. Uh, you think uh, at the end of the season? I don't think it's gonna be the end of the season. Really? I thought I I feel like it almost be end of the season. No. I think no, the big the th- we're getting thing. A, we're getting Ahsoka. Um, on Dave Filoni's episode. We have to be I mean, I think it'd be awesome. I just, the way it's going now and what you just said, I, I feel good. Like the big... I mean, sure, that'd be a pretty cool moment yeah. to end the season on. But no, I think... This is my personal opinion. We, of yeah, course, neither true, of us know. Yeah. I think we're going to get about halfway through the season on that Dave Filoni-directed episode. That's where Ahsoka will be. Because mm-hmm. Dave Filoni's going to want to direct the episode of course, with, with Ahsoka. Actually, yeah. And we don't know if for sure that Sabine is in the episode with Ahsoka. But there have been rumors of that, yeah. And I think it would make sense if he's if he's looking for Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. So then he, you know, he's heard of a Mandalorian. There's been sightings well, of a Mandalorian on this planet or whatever. And if Sabine and Ahsoka are still together, which last time we, as far as we know, they are together. Also, we got to call into effect here the dark saber. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's going to play a, some kind of part into it because of the Mandalorians. And, and Sabine had it before she gave it to... Um, uh, we always forget. I always forget her name I every time. Um, but yeah. The I'm Mandalorian that takes the Darksaber and becomes... Most people are going to know her. Yeah, most people are like, wow, you don't know that? Anyway. <laughs> Everyone's like screaming it at us I right literally now. <laughs> know her name. Well, let me phrase that. I literally know who that character is. I can tell you all about that character. But literally, I did came her name because I can't remember anything. So... Anyway, yeah, so we're getting same. off track here. So, 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 uh, so he knows he knows, um, you know, a Mandalorian. So he he's interrogating him after he kills all these people, ties him up to this lamppost, and asks him where he's at. So he says there is a Mandalorian on Tatooine. Yeah, which, which is of a course big indicator for us. Yeah, of course we both look at each other. We're like, like oh, which I will say the episode is titled um, the Marshal. The Marshal, right? and yeah. uh, that. As soon as I saw the marshal, oh, I know what that is. I told my son, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that has to be, that has to be, um, um, Cobb Vant. Cobb Vant. It yeah. has to be. And right. we're like, but well, we're being hesitant, you know, right, we're not, right, gonna, right. you know, kind of like cross fingers, but you know, we don't know this, right? So anyway, so then also, we, I think though, another person that we know that was Mandalorian-esque on Tatooine was Boba Fett. So we're like, oh, there's no way, you know? So, I mean, but if it could be either Cobb Vant or Boba Fett, we're like, oh my gosh, this is insane, right? So he interrogates him, tells him the specific location, and uh, and then he leaves. As he's leaving, shoots out the light, and there's all these crazy red-eyed demon monsters. I don't even know what they are. Ate him alive. Kind of pretty cool exit. You know, very brutal, but whatever. <laughs> so anyway, so they go to Tatooine. Goes back to that lady, uh, Milo, I think her name was, something like that. And uh, only I will say, I'll just stop there. Like, he, like, he drops off his, his, his uh, you know... Uh, Ravencrest and, and gets it repaired. So I, that's the only part about this episode that I will always say, and I said it for the first season too, that Milo gal, she just, it just feels almost out of place a little bit. It just feels a little odd when she talked to him and her acting is just kind of just, it just doesn't fit to me. Yeah, but what I do love about that scene is we get R five D four. Well, yeah, and, yeah, we, and, uh, yeah. And for those of you who don't know who that is, this is the droid. That is in A New Hope. When Luke goes to buy a droid, mm-hmm. that's the droid he picks. And it's, you know, rolling along behind him. And all of a sudden it like has a little explosion and yeah. he has to get R2-D2 instead. And that's the same sticking <laughs> so one. And cool. it's so cool. That is so I, cool. I, I, I about died when I saw that droid. I was like, oh man, I, thought, I was like, I think that's like, him. Wait a second, so, yeah. And, and a, a, a cool little story, if you guys don't know, is that he is also in from a, uh, the, a New Hope from a Certain Point of View book. Mm-hmm. And you get the story there and he sacrifices himself intentionally mm-hmm. so that R2 can go because R2 tells the droid, I you know, I got to save... I got to help these people. They need my help and all this stuff. And so mm-hmm. he sacrifices his life. So it is so heartwarming to me yeah. to find out that he's like living this happy life with, yeah. with this woman now. And she's she just and helping him out with some of the, you know, that, repairs that honestly stuff, you just know? like thrilled my soul. Cause I, every <laughs> once in a while I think about that poor droid. I was like, uh, he gave his he life, gave his and, life up. He, <laughs> and like, who knows what happened to him, but now we know. And it yeah. just, that's so cool. So awesome. So he takes a speeder to this small town, um, not Freetown anymore, I guess. But anyway, um, uh, I don't even know what it's even called. It sounds very Tatooine-like. Oh, the other thing I want to mention real quick is whenever he's going down and, and she's like telling the droids to go, go, get away, get away, get away. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like droids. Yeah. And he's like, actually, he's like. Fine, uh, it needs a once over. It needs a, So, and it goes to show he's actually warming up the droids now because IG-88 mm-hmm. helped them and saved, that's a, that's a very, saved. It's a very cool little like. 
And so you can see now over. he's starting to um, kind of warm up to that idea. So. Yeah, very cool little uh, thing there. But so she, he goes uh, to this town and walks into this tavern. Oh, wait, sorry. It wasn't IG-88. It's IG... Uh, <laughs> yeah, not I actually IG-88. I said IG-88, but you <laughs> yeah. guys know what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't anyway. remember which number his is. IG-11, I don't know. IG-11, is that right? I don't know. I may be. Uh, <laughs> that sounds... Kinda, what, you want to look it up now? You guys know who I'm talking about. Yep, it's IG-11. IG-11. Wow. The so, one time I actually remember a name. So IG-11 wow. IG is the one that was I'm in the so proud of myself. One. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah. So anyway, so he goes to this small little town. He goes into this. Uh, he goes into this tavern, and he's like, "I'm looking for a Mandalorian." He's like, "Oh, well, what's a Mandalorian look like?" He's like, "He looks like me." <laughs> First of all, that that was pretty great. He's like, "Yeah." Oh well, if you mean a Mandalorian, someone wearing that kind of armor, you, know, you always got the you got the sheriff, and he's like, "Where's he at?" He's like, "Well, speak of the devil, there he is." And so in comes this. Uh, armored full clad armored guy and you gotta see a silhouette so you can't see it fully as he walks into the tavern you get to see a full silhouette of boba fett's armor oh man i tell you drew and i was like wait wait no way no way no way and so i can't tell you how thrilled i was yeah so first of all that just confirms it's it's cobb vanth now we was kind of like i had some someone to someone like you and me we immediately know yeah, this is Cobb Vanth. Well, it's it, not it's not Boba Fett, but it's not Boba Fett. Um, in fact, we I was even looking up some stuff uh, just to see if I can get some confirmations in between the episode in this in this podcast episode. Uh, and people were like, "Who who whose armor is that?" And and and, and we'll get to to uh, you know some stuff later. But but who who mysterious man is this? And we're like, seriously, people don't know. Well, but uh, not a lot of yeah. people. There knows, there are going to be people you know? that watch this that do not under the the. The Boba Fett's armor means nothing to them. Yeah. Cobb Vanth means nothing to them. Cobb Vanth especially doesn't um, mean anything to them. Tamir Morrison means nothing to them. And then yeah. we'll get to that too. Yeah. yeah. But all of that stuff doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And so so they're just watching the, this episode. You know, those those reveals is just part of it, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like I said, long story short, because we're going to get like a full breakdown. We're kind of like excited. So we're just talking about a lot. We'll have the full breakdown on Friday. But so, you know, basically, Din wants the armor. Like, he's like, you shouldn't be wearing this. You know, it's very, it's very, like, sacrilegious to him almost. You right, know? right. He's very offended. Because yeah. that's his religion, I guess, right? Is right. the Mandalorian, you know. So, uh, so he's like, well, you're going to have to fight me for it, basically. And right as they're about to fight, all of a sudden, the tavern rumbles, everything's rumbles. And then in through the town comes... Crate uh, Dragon. Crate Dragon. <laughs> yeah, so I was like... Start the sky dragon. I'm like, I know it's not right. Anyway, a crate dragon. And uh, basically, they come to terms, and, and he's like, you know, here, if you want this armor, basically, you will uh, you will fight with me to kill this crate dragon that's destroying this village. And he's like, sure, let's do it. So fast forward a little bit, and they're going to go find the crate dragon. And, uh, and uh, they come to close to where it's at, and they run into some um, um, Tuscan Raiders. So it's a little side note, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, you know, Din actually interacts a lot with Tuscan Raiders, as you'll see. Actually, I think even some in season one a little bit, but mostly in season two thus far, this episode ton, you see him interact with Tuscan Raiders, and he's just talking to them and just interacting with them, and it just gives you such a cool new perspective of Tuscan Raiders that we've never seen. We just think of them as savages and just like, oh, they'll just come in and kill everybody and stuff, but really they're actually just another species trying to survive, and it's just 
really cool to see that aspect of them. Right, they're really humanized. Very them, humanized, yeah. yeah. So uh, as as come to find out, they want to kill the crate dragon too for for various reasons, you know, because it's hurting them, but also because they want a crate dragon pearl. You know, you know, we'll get into that later on. So they go back to the village and and they they realize that they need more numbers right to fight this dragon. So they go back to the village and they say, "We'll need your help." Um, and then uh, and then they say, "Well, hold on here because you know we're not gonna you know." we're not going to fight alongside these dirty Tuscan Raiders, you know, and the Tuscan Raiders are like, Oh, you know, and then long story short, they, they end up fighting together. <laughs> but yeah. what's interesting is in between all of this, we get to see, uh, what had happened with Cobb Banth and how he got the armor, which I thought was really cool that we yeah. got to see that. Got this and it uh, follows pretty closely to what the, um, with the aftermath, um, well, well, let's just say said, real quick for someone who's listening. Yeah. If you're listening, most likely you know who Cobb Banth is. But for those of us who might be listening, spoilers because they just want to hear our thoughts first right, before right, they watch right. it. Yeah. Drew, talk, tell us just quickly who Cobb Banth is. Yeah, basically Cobb Banth um, was was on Tatooine. Uh, nothing special. Just uh, I think he was a, he was some kind of slave actually. Yeah. Um, and and basically he uh, this this is uh, right after. Um, Return of the Jedi. Um, mm-hmm. He basically gets an opportunity to to buy um, some some armor from from Jawas, mm-hmm. and he buys this uh, Mandalorian armor. And 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 even in the books, it does not tell you it's Boba Fett's, but it's assumed to kinda be like, Boba yeah, Fett's. Kind of like yeah, it's kind of. Basically, I remember when the book came out and we read it. Everybody was like, "Oh man, th- this is Boba Fett's armor." And yeah. so this guy's wearing it. He decides he decides to become the uh, basically like the sheriff around there. And, yeah. And uh, he's protecting this little this little group of people. Uh, they actually in the books they have this little hut mm-hmm. that they're um, basically keep protecting to one day become the next big like. And when he says hut, like Jabba the hut, like the species right, right, hut, the hut, yeah, hutties or whatever. Yeah, they have like a little uh, baby hut that they're <laughs> protecting yeah. to one day become like the next big hut like overlord. So, so and, weird. Uh, so weird. And that, that's yeah. kind of like their plan, right? Yeah. And so, um, I there was no mention of that. So they may be yeah. just getting rid of that. Not part in of the. It. I'm kind of glad because it's just kind of odd. But, but yeah. But so he's just this. Uh, he's this guy that kind of just wants to help out and be a, and do something good. Yeah. And and I think he's portrayed really great in this. But for me, what's what's so amazing is like. It's like, guys, for any of you that are listening that that just read, have read Star Wars novels all this time, mm-hmm. this is the biggest payoff we've ever gotten. Yeah. We officially are a story that we, that was just an interlude actually in the Aftermath novels. Yeah. Um, has actually paid off now to the point that those plot lines are being um, shown yeah. in a major Star Wars release. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a that's big deal. so cool. That's a that's big a deal. Big deal. And like I said, we talked about this in previous episodes, but but it really seems like Star Wars as a whole is trying to tie all of its aspects in to all of its aspects. Well, right? and that's because we got people like Dave Filoni doing this. Mm-hmm. Dave Filoni knows all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, in the past, it was always that that stuff was separated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the the movie makers had, didn't know any of that stuff. Right. Right. Someone like Dave Filoni 
already knows these stories and he's got the story group with him and they're like, Hey, let's throw this in there. Let's do that and do that. We can't tell the story of Boba Fett unless we have Cobb Vanth. Exactly. You know, and that's, and that's where that discussion came down to. Yeah. And it's so rewarding to someone like me who's been reading these books for so long to be able to watch this and be like, I already know what's going on because I've read the novels. Yeah. That's so cool. And they, they, they stayed true to the story, but they kind of took it in their own direction. So you're kind of like, okay, I know what's going on. I got the grasp, but it's cool because like now they're going to take it in a way that I've not seen it yet. Yeah, exactly. So, so it shows how he gets the armor and, uh, to make a long story short, you know, they, they go through, because you've already probably already watched this, and there's a lot of cool little details we're going to get to on Friday, because, um, you know, we don't want to take super long, because we're sitting at like an hour and 15 right now. Yeah, well, we can jump, we, let's just jump straight to the battle. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So they, they go finally to the battle, and the crate Dragon comes out, and they agitate it to enough where he starts attacking. First of all, that's insane. This is where the, the, the screen, screen pans out. Uh, it, yeah. it pans out like you got the full screen going on, and yeah. it's just an amazing scene. It looks and so amazing. It looks so amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and I love the uh, I love the, the cinematics of it all. The production value is just out of this world on it. Yeah. Um, and, and what's great about this, and some of you may not know this, but this is essentially their own version of a scene in Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Uh, in Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, you um, you kill a crate dra- a crate dragon by by luring a bantha over there with explosives, <laughs> right. and he right. eats it and blow and then you blow it up, and and you get the um, the pearl from the crate dragon. Yeah. And uh, and that all comes. It all that, happens. It all happens in, 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 in kind of a so different awesome. way. Yeah. But it all ends up happening. So it's a really cool callback that they're acknowledging. They're, they're straight up acknowledging the, that, and that's public, public. And that's beautiful. It's amazing. amazing and hopeful for the future. But that's a whole other conversation. Very so finally we get to the end of the battle they defeated the crate dragon crazy enough Cobb Vance just gives him the armor back which he's an honorable man I think he kind of honors his word right yeah so I don't think we've seen the last of him either I hope not I don't think so he Timothy Oliphant I think that's his name did a fantastic job as as Cobb Vance I really like his character and I hope we see more of him and I I absolutely do think he we will I think that he's kind of proved himself to to Din and I do think that we're probably going to see more of him so the kind of the end of the episode here, he's got Baby Yoda. He has Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. Ha, he's on a speeder. He's heading back to his ship. Um, he he uh, has Baby Yoda with him in the back, and he has uh, Boba Fett's armor on the back. So he has like the, the, the breastplate and the helmet tied to it. And as he's going, you get this beautiful shot of him going through the desert in the twin sun, yes, the binary sunset, yes. which that one itself was so cool. Yes, absolutely. But... I'm saying this so suspensefully, like as if you guys haven't seen it, which which actually may not everybody. So all of a sudden, as it goes, he goes out of frame, and you're like sitting there watching the sunset, and you're like, that's weird. Why does he go out of frame like that? And it starts painting out, painting out, and all of a sudden we see a silhouette of a figure yeah. with some Tuscan Raider weaponry on his back, and we're like, wait a second. And Andrew was like, he's like, oh, oh. Well, I'm like, 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 hold on, I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to get I was too already, excited. It was already too late for me. And I was over there freaking out. Turn around, and it is Tamira Morrison. Morrison. Baby, it's Boba Fett. Yep, now, that's right. Now, we did say, Drew's like, well, maybe could be Rex. I don't think so. I don't think he does either. No, no, I don't think so at all. I just have to, I just have you to have say, to there, say it, yeah. there is a very slight, very, sliver. very sliver of percentage. But he's at Tatooine. But, but no, it just I, showed Boba Fett's armor. Right. You know, um, why he has. I only say that just because. Cover we can't, bases. You cover know? bases. But yeah. but no, I, this this is Boba Fett. This is, this this is, is totally Boba Fett. Boba Fett. He's, um, yes. 
it, it, it's it's cool because we we've never seen Boba Fett as as a no, as an adult, live action. yeah. Or you know what I mean? We've never we don't yeah. even know what he's supposed to look like. Well, but guess, what's yeah. cool is we 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 see all these scars on his face. Um, oh, it's yeah. kind of dark, but we got really close. We're like we're like standing right in front <laughs> we of were, the screen. Looking, got up from the couch, and, go into the, yeah, the the TV, <laughs> and we paused it. And, and anyways, you can see he's got some pretty like nasty scars on yeah, his face and yeah. stuff. And I'm. So, Guys, we got Tamir Morrison back in Star Tamira Wars Morrison, because baby. you know he was a, he's the clones, he's Jango Fett. Yeah, uh, it only makes sense, but it's just so crazy. It's cool that to it's see it after like fifteen happened. years, you know. And, and not only that, we're we're getting we are going to get Boba Fett as a true character. Yes, like an Think actual real character. I mean, we got Boba Fett in the in the original trilogy, but he was he was just a something decoration. To look at, you know, yeah. he wasn't. But we actually got him as a true character or we're going to get him i assume as a true character yeah and i'm just so excited it's i'm gonna be so, so thrilled cool. man i'm and, so excited about this. uh and, and something i wanted to mention uh, in the fight when when Cobb Vanth is wearing the Boba Fett's armor, uh, the Mandalorian smacks his jetpack with the and it shoot <laughs> right. and it makes him shoot off just right. like he, Boba Fett does in Return of the Jedi. A lot it's of really great. cool callbacks. Lots of cool callbacks. We'll we'll talk more about some of those exactly. um, yeah. on on next Friday when we talk then because uh, we can't really go over everything right now. But like, right. there's just there's a lot of cool stuff in this episode. I just love it. Yeah, a lot of really cool stuff. So uh, keep your eyes and ears open yeah. for next Friday. We'll have that. Uh, uh, that live stream so please join us we would love to have you come yeah. with questions any speculations like maybe right. not any questions like hey i think this and then we're well, like, yeah yeah we'll, we'll just discuss it, you know? we'll just talk we'll yeah. just talk it out but so. the only th- the last thing i want to mention before we go is uh my my concerns and my concerns yeah. would be uh first of all we don't really get a lot of baby yoda in this like baby we get we get yeah. glances yeah. at him he's kind of doing his thing but he's not really he's just kind of there yeah and again as we've talked about before this I want this to be a story about the Mandalorian and and Baby Yoda and that relationship. Right. And really, we don't get the relationship in this. Yeah. We don't really. So what's interesting is, and I noticed that as well. In fact, Drew kind of looked over and said this to me, and I'm like, that's exactly what I was about to tell you. I feel like, wow, you've not really seen Baby Yoda in this. What's interesting is we had a lot of theories, or not theories necessarily, but rumors that there was a big change halfway through. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this, and we won't get too deep into it because I said we'll probably talk about it on Friday as well um but there's there's rumors that that there's a big directive change halfway through right, season right. two and something happens that changes differently and then all of a sudden dave Filoni comes out and says this was going to be there's going to be crazy stuff the story's going to be driven but we're going to get back to the roots basically and i think after seeing the first episode it i think that that's what it was it gets further and further away from din Djarin and the baby and for, the child for me it's too soon to tell I, it is it is too soon to tell but Seeing just from my personal self from this first episode, coupled with the rumors, coupled with what Dave said. But you have to remember a lot of the rumors imply that it was because they weren't showing his face. Yeah, some of them did say um, that. Yeah, some of them did say that. But I mean, it's it's too soon to tell for sure. But that could definitely be one of the reasons. But it's um it's just interesting. We didn't really get a lot of the the two of them. How long is how long have it, has it been since the last episode of season one? How much time have they spent together since then? Right. You know, um, is right. this just like right after that? Has there yeah. been some time uh, in between? You know, what is? 
their relationship like at this point? Is he is he you know cradling him, just like loving on him, or are they still pretty like kind of just like like I'm know, here to protect you type right? Thing, and you I know. and I don't I just don't know where they're at, and, and maybe we'll get more of that in like two. Maybe they just wanted to go out on this one in the episode two. Maybe they'll they'll it'll be a little slower, and maybe we'll get some more of that. But something else to note: we didn't get Gideon. We didn't get um we didn't get. Uh, the other characters that have been have played pretty significant roles. Yeah, very it, all interesting. of this was all yeah. of this was new, and um, I think part of that is they just want to lead into some of the new plot lines that we're going to be following, uh, such as Boba Fett. I think he is going to. I think I don't think it's the last time we're going to see him in this season. Um, and but it's just interesting that we didn't get to any of that at all. Yeah, it essentially, was a whole new story here. Um, but I think I think that stuff's to come still. But yeah, overall, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was really cool. Yeah. And so we'll see uh, where it goes from here. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? I No, I'm just I'm excited, and I can't wait for what's about to come. All right. So. Well, we can't wait to hear what your guys' thoughts are on it as well. And, again, like we said, next Friday, uh, and we'll, we'll post a time on Facebook, so be looking for that. We'll, but we're going to get together. We're going to live stream video. We'll just talk talk with you guys about it, give some more deeper details into the episode, into the second episode as well. And we'll just have some fun. But we want to thank everyone so much for the continued support towards the podcast. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Please also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And we thank you so much for listening. And join us next week for episode 38, I believe. Yes, it's 38. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But until next time, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Thank you.